Hey y'all, it's Jana. This week's episode is a topic we've touched on before and we're going to touch on it again because apparently this is something you can't avoid and that is conflict. So we're talking today, before we talked about like the different styles of conflict, um, you know, like how to really fight and fight well, no, just how people, you know, get through conflict differently. This time we're talking about how to um, just move past it, how to get better, how to avoid it, um, how to just light fire all of it. But uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a good takeaway. Next week, we're going to be coming in with a light and airy topic that's actually fun and exciting. But don't worry. I, uh, as always, find a way to embarrass myself, even while talking about conflict. So I hope you enjoy. Hey, Donna. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm, I'm good. It's another day. Both of my kids are in camp this week. Which yeah. sounds like magical, except for Williams Camp is 6.30 until 10. Mm-hmm. Anna's is from 8 until 12. So In Different parts of the city, I bet, too. Yeah, that's just one hour that you're alone. <laughs> so, it's not ideal. But you know what? They're happy. They are excited. I mean, William is, is like strength and conditioning, so I think he's kind of like, uh, you yeah. know, it's yeah. just necessary. And then uh, Anna's doing her soccer, but she, is, oh, this is funny. You know how she has to wear her goggles? Uh-huh. So she, she ended up getting put on um, another team that's a little bit higher up. So she was super excited about that, but she has the same coach from last season, which is like a dream. We love her coach so much and she loves Anna and she has nicknames for everybody. But for Anna, she'd always just call her Nanner or Banana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Anna was like, told her, she's like, new season. It's a new me. I think it's time for a new nickname. She's like, okay, Anna, this is going to be your nickname. Your homework is to go home and look up the guy that wore the safety glasses <laughs> in the movie Dodgeball. And Anna's <laughs> like, okay. So we look it up. His name's Gordon. And that's what <laughs> is Gordon so we're a big fan of Gordon that's amazing is now her nickname and it's pretty much stuck and the team all calls her that and it's it's amazing because a lot of these girls didn't know her before so Uh they can easily remember Gordon um but yeah so funny she's got is Will is he still working from home yeah, so he, so like yesterday he took Anna because her camp's downtown and then he picks her up and then comes home and works the rest of the day. But like today I took them both. That way he could get Anna, I mean, get William uh, for me. But I mean, it's 50-50. And they're just, I think Austin is in stage four, but it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, the problem but is, is that like... <laughs> Is it like stage four that's like we're in Jumanji level six now? Yeah, like, it is like, yeah. <laughs> what does that it's mean? Like, we, you know, it's not great. It's not. <laughs> and then like our Travis County, which is where his office is, is like, I think they reported like the highest number for Perfect. like the state, mm-hmm. maybe even mm-hmm. the U.S., like 2,500 cases <laughs> in like one day. So I don't love it. And, uh, it's not but funny. I'm not is, laughing at that. I'm yeah, just laughing at the so irony. <laughs> oh, you know what's adorable is I go to the doctor, one of my many doctor's appointments. Uh, I will say this. You asked me if I felt like sharing any doctor's appointments with anybody. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I had to go to the urologist. 
<laughs> um, and the guy, so first of all, it's like two rooms with a bathroom that they share because it's a urology a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's like, you know, adequate like bathrooms. Right. So he's like, so the guy comes in, he's this, uh, he's a male nurse and he comes in and he was like, I'm making sure you knew it was my nurse, not just a guy. But, <laughs> um, he comes in, he's like, Hey, you know, I need you to give a urine sample, which feels on brand for urology. Um, sure, sure. nothing weird yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, so I go in and everything. And, um, and he told me, he goes, I'll be waiting for you when you come out, which there's nothing <laughs> that I love more than handing my warm cup of pee to someone, especially a man. <laughs> but I was like, that's in a napkin because there's probably been some spillage. <laughs> so uh, anyways, so I come out with my warm cup of pee and he's not there. And he made like such a big deal about it. Like, I'll be right here. So I'm standing there with my warm cup of pee and I'm like, well, what do I do? Well, he comes back in and you can see like his whole face is different. And I was like, is everything okay? Wait, like, is it like a different no, person? Different. He, just looks, he just looks sad. He looks sad or stunned. That's okay. I was like, well, it looked actually the exact same as when he left. His expressions were different. There we go. There so, we go. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. So he, yeah. Uh-huh. He changed faces. And, uh, and I was like, is everything okay? And he goes, no, which is not what you expect, unless you're me, someone's going to tell you <laughs> what's going on, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to ask anymore, I don't even know his name, I think, you know, they hit a name badge on, and I was like, oh gosh, I'm sorry, he goes, no, my daughter just called, and she tested positive for COVID, and I was like, um, <laughs> you, you and I both at the same time, we're back. I was like, and so I, like, I pulled my pee close to me, like it's going to all of a sudden get infected, I'm protecting it for dear life and I said does she live with you and he's like oh no 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 she doesn't live with me and I was like when's the last time you saw her and he goes oh like I haven't seen her in like a couple months and I was like oh he's like I promise you're safe I was like okay here's my pee then and then so I go back in the room and apparently the guy beside me it's time for him to go in and pee uh oh, his nurse's orders and that was the loudest stream I've ever heard <laughs> Because then, okay, and you know, whenever you're going to have an exam, like if you're going to go to the gynecologist, you prepare. Like, you do some things, you take care of some things. If you went to the urologist, I guess you should prepare. I didn't think about it. You know, I mean, I'm clean just naturally, but I mean, not naturally, but you know, I did take in the shower. But the doctor comes in and she's real funny, but she was like talking to me and everything. And she was like, I need to do, because they're, it's with my kidney stones the shocker. And she was like, I need to do an exam. And I said, what does that mean? And she goes, well, I also need to catheterize you. I said, excuse me. And she goes, is that okay? And I said, right now. And she's like, yeah, so you're just going to catheterize me right now. And she is like, well, we just need to make sure your bladder emptied. And I was like, I mean, I can go lay on the toilet and try and squeeze the rest of it out. If that can avoid a catheter. And she's like, are you okay? And I said, I'm fine. Then I cannot, you cannot make this up. I'm laying on the table. This is where our, our rating might have to get changed to explicit. <laughs> the lady, the nurse that is like prepping me and she's prepping like the doctor and everything is so weird. Now everybody's got masks on. I can't hear what they're saying other than what I did hear. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. So other than I did hear 
she the nurse is trying to squeeze the tube i don't know what this tube is she's trying to squeeze the tube and she's like oh gosh the lube just fell everywhere and i was like <laughs> oh my gosh please stop right now right now right now so then the doctor is asking me like a medical question but i thought she said oh she said are you ready do you ever have urine leakage i thought she said do you live nearby? And I, and this is my, so she said, do you have urine leakage? And I said, no, I don't, honestly, I live pretty close to here. I said, it's like Cedar <laughs> Park, Austin area. Yeah, it's you and JJ. And I go, and she goes, what? And I said, what did you say? And she said, I said, do you have urine leakage? And I said, I thought you said where you live. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I don't. And she's like, okay. <laughs> so there's that <laughs> i'm good how are you laura <laughs> so lube leakage COVID, and catheter all at once <laughs> that can be the name of our show <laughs> oh my gosh that is the best <laughs> mm. <laughs> i got that I got nothing. What are we talking about? Today? They all played baseball this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did play baseball. Oh my gosh, we did play some baseball. Um, oh, I gotta, I gotta catch my breath there. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we did play baseball. We went north. We went to Jackson um, area, which was fun. And uh, as I would say, they fancy. We, we, we fancied this weekend. We stayed in Flowood, which was fun. And the boys got to travel together, which that's not, we don't normally go or we haven't yet um, done that. So that was fun to that's get, fun. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we played the camaraderie. Yes, they loved it. So they, they played uh, two games Friday and then uh, came back. I mean, I'm sorry, two games Saturday and then uh lost in a I mean it was oh Friday night was bad we were so bummed they lost by one run maybe two runs I can't remember no one run um and then we ended up playing the same team at one o'clock one o'clock the next day and it went three hours so mm. normally the games are supposed to last an hour and a half so basically they played mm. two games in one we went into sudden death which if you, they put somebody on, you start the inning with two outs and they put some, put a runner on second. Um, and then you have to get your other two outs. And so we essentially went six extra innings mm. um, past time. Our boys were gassed, but we did win. It was fine. Um, and then they, they just, they could, they had nothing left to in the next well, game. So yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was good. They played really well. We had lots of fun. Um, Jeff had to come back. And so uh, um, one of the other moms, her husband was with another one of their kids and their last name is Russell. So we just became the Rustin family. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> we were like the, the single mom in, in the parking lot. I, like um, I tipped my wagon over twice, twice mm. in the parking that lot. That sounds like a metaphor. I know, or, I know, yeah. something else um, tipping, I did. Tipping, wagon. tipping wagons, so tipped it over twice. That was fun. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was hot. Oh my gosh, it's so hot. Oh, mm -hmm. the, this was fun. We, um, we, uh, my, uh, this is where it gets real weird. 
my sister-in-law, her brother. Okay. So not okay. really, does that make sense? Is this um, Jess? Is this the one that I met? This is, yes. yes. Stephanie's brother and his wife and family live in Brandon and their youngest Wilkes plays baseball. And so on the way up, we were talking and I was like, yes, I was like, I wonder if we'll see Stephen and Charity and Wilkes, you know, this weekend. And then I pulled up, you know, because I'm nothing if not a social media stalker, Mm -hmm. pulled up their social media and had seen that they were at the beach. And I was like, well, maybe not. Okay, so we sit down in our chairs and up walks Stephen and Wilkes. That was Eli's first game was against Wilkes' team. Stop so it. I know, it was so fun. We did. We did. It was awkward. It was well, a little awkward. So, family. but Eli didn't, he didn't see Wilkes until he, Wilkes plays first base. He hit the ball and got on first base. And Stop Wilkes it. Goes, yeah, he goes, nice hit, Eli. And Eli looked at him. It was like the cutest moment ever. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, how do you yeah. have a name? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so, so cute. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good uh, tournament was well done. Um, it was it was a good weekend, but we start a four day tournament on the day that this airs. So on Thursday we'll start um Is it in Pagula? It's in Gulfport, so close. Okay. Yeah, like thirty minutes. So um, but we'll play Thursday, Friday, and then bracket play starts Saturday. So okay. we'll Keep see. Moving. Yeah, it's going to be hot out there. It's going to be hot out yeah. there. But that's about, but it's funny because there's lots of, there, there's lots of good stuff in athletics for our episode today. Well, I was wondering <laughs> when you're talking about this, have y'all, have you ever experienced or have you yourself ever gotten thrown out of a game? I have not gotten thrown out of a game, but I have been on teams where people that were associated yeah. with our team were thrown out. Yes. Oh, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad was thrown out of many a game. <laughs> he, oh my gosh, he taught, he coached like our uh, church league basketball team and he's oh, known gosh. for some yeah not shining moments, but yeah. I mean, he just, he did say what every parent thought, but he probably should have kept his mouth shut, which that's where I get it from. That's where I get it from. And I think uh, sports and then also mass could be a cure to conflict. You know, I mean, I feel like it could muffle some things. Yes. It could, um, yes. you know, it's like, it's like the Holy Spirit just guarding your mouth. Yes. Yeah. And can't see your face really. You can uh-uh. just see eyes, so you can't yeah. see as much of the stuff going on but no no I have not yet <laughs> I will yeah. say if I was going to it probably would have happened Saturday I mean Sunday one of our um one of the the team that we we're playing on one of their players was coming into home and our catcher which was um my friend the Rustin family um yes Maddox was standing at home plate caught the ball, ball out, ready to tag him. That kid slowed down and then lowered his shoulder and just oh, okay, made so y'all, it switched to football. Oh my gosh. I mean, you should have seen our side. What of did the, the ref field. do? He threw Umpire, him out. He threw him out, of the, yeah, he <laughs> threw him out of the game. He threw okay. him out of the game because he made zero baseball effort. Like it was. Yeah, that was not a baseball play. N- no, yeah. he did not try to slide. He literally. And Maddox a- is so funny. He said, I just remember catching the ball and sticking my hand out and thinking, squeeze the ball. And then everything went black. <laughs> God bless. 
Uh-uh. He's I'm just glad it was PE now. I know, I know. I'm just glad it was our catcher. At least he had like appropriate gear yeah, for sure. taking a hit oh, like gosh, that. Your head, I mean, your head hits the ground. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah, I can. Well, believe. and that's as a parent. That's when I'm ready to fight. Like, yes, I'm ready well, to throw down mm-hmm, hardcore. Mm-hmm. And that's where Will, like, he. He's, he's not, I mean, I've shared before, you know, that I've been a kid at Chick-fil-A, but it's like, <laughs> he's he, like, if he could have one of those monkey backpack leashes on me, he probably would. <laughs> and it's like, I'm kind, I'm loving, I'm very like accepting, but it's like, you mess with a kid. It didn't even have to be my kid. It's like, I cannot <laughs> yeah. stand bullying. Like that is. Well, that's like, what it, it definitely was. It definitely was. Mm-mm. No. Um, we have <clears throat> talked about this before. It felt. It's the same as we had talked about anxiety before, but mm-hmm. we talked about worry. Mm-hmm. Last time, was it episode 45? Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about uh, conflict. What, what did we talk about? Like conflict styles? Like We did. We talked about approach it. how do you approach conflict and like working through it, knowing your conflict style or somebody else like trying to figure out. It's kind of like Almost the Enneagram. Almost like your love language. Yes. Like your love yeah. language, but your conflict language. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're fine. We language. should write a new book. We should. Yeah. Sadly, we'd both be coming from the same style. So. <laughs> we need to sort out the others. I know. I know. Yeah. Get somebody else to write those chapters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we felt like this was a good time to revisit it because there's. Feels, feels timely. Yeah, it's an election year, which yeah, always what? <laughs> seems to bring up some conflict and some the civil rights movement, civil rights movement, a lot of lot going on in our world. And I think even just the COVID um, uh, pandemic, like mm-hmm. just the way that people approach it, there's a lot of, you know, if you're, if you are on one side, you know, you may be shaming people for, um, or trying to shame people for not oh, wearing a mask no, and then yeah. vice yeah. versa. And so how do you, how do you deal with conflict? How do you handle it? Um, and then I think what we kind of wanted to talk about today was, uh, surviving social media and some of, some of the things there, just because it feels like it's, it's not a ton of people face. surviving on social media right now. No, no, it is. It's a, it's a war zone out there. <laughs> yeah. Web I words. Mean, I will say, and, and I, and I think too, like, um, I was actually listening to the podcast, uh, <laughs> their Patreon episode, which they did last week. It was the nose of apologies, which yeah. was genius. Amazing. I highly suggest you go <laughs> listen to that. Yes. So funny. Um, but I was listening to their Patreon and they were talking about, um, kind of along the lines of you know somebody posting just a black square and then nothing else and you know or like judging like oh my gosh you know they don't feel that way or whatever and it's like but just showing people grace like Mm. I think right now Mm -hmm. just giving people the benefit of the doubt and that they're trying to learn they're trying to do better and it's like I've loved the whole you know movement of listening and learning And I think that that should be your approach to conflict as well. I mean, unless it's, you know, there's like danger or something like that. We're not just knowing this episode, we're not talking about like a dangerous situation or anything like that. We're talking about, you know, different, a different opinions or how to deal with a racist relative. No, yeah, (laughs) even that, (laughs) I don't want to talk about that. 
I'm, yeah. But, uh, but it's like, I think that just how to, so I'll say like, you know, with my complex out, I used to be really bad about stuffing and mm-hmm. then letting it build up mm-hmm. and then it then blow like blowing like my cool for literally nothing that had to do. And it was just like, you know, a sprinkler just jetting off. <laughs> And I've, I'm trying to learn how to speak up whenever the, when it's the right time mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and saying, this is how I feel. I'm not saying it's right, but this is how I perceive that. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. And then waiting for a response. Mm-hmm. And, um, like today I actually got a message from a friend that, um, super sweet, like super duper sweet. And like, she reached out to me, um, and this is the way you do it. She reached out to me because she had listened to the podcast and heard me speak about like my weight stuff. And, um, and she just said, she's like, Hey, like, I want to help you if I can. Like, it was the most compassionate. And I, mm-hmm. and I told her, I was like, the way that you approached me meant so much to me because I've had other people DM me like, Hey, I've seen you looked a little big. Why don't you try this? You know, <laughs> I did, mean, please tell me that was not, that was not. <laughs> Well, I had someone say one time, oh, like, gosh. You, what is wrong with people? I'm sure it's from your arthritis that you've gained weight. Uh, Stop it right I'm now. But all that, to, so <sighs> what happens is, what you is know, wrong with I people? internalize that and then I like beat myself up and everything. But the way that she handled that, that had nothing to do with conflict. But, you know, I also assumed her motives were pure and mm-hmm. it's like, she cares about me as a person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I've seen, she's had great success. So if anybody, mm-hmm. you know, is looking, I will for sure send her your way, uh, <laughs> because she is, she's a genuinely kind person. And mm-hmm. I know the people before I don't have a relationship with, it felt more like a money grab, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so but I, I talked to her and I just said, Hey, um, you know, I'm actually going to start recording now. I can't chat, but I appreciate the way that you reached out to me and it really meant a lot. But I think the biggest deal with me is, pushing my insecurities aside because what the devil tries to tell me is, yep. See, she sees how big you are too. You know, like that's Mm -hmm. like what Satan does. And then what you do is you didn't put that on that person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like, we we're talking about, it's like, we have to stop projecting our responses onto other Mm -hmm. people. And I've Mm -hmm. even told Anna, like, you know, if, if somebody gets mad at you or whatever, I'm like, they are responding to you the way that they like, I can't, it's hard to explain, but it's like, they expect you to be upset with them because how, how am I trying to word this? Because they would be upset if it were the other way. Yeah. Yeah. They're responding based on the way that they, they're processing it, but they're putting it on your response. So your response may be different from what theirs is, but there's, they're responding in a way that they, they, they would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the same when you parent the kid that's most like you, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you parent them almost from a place of anger because you know, (laughs) but because you know, like that struggle and you're like, don't struggle. you like, and Mm -hmm. I I have to remember. So most people think that Anna's just like me. No, we Mm -hmm. look alike. William Mm -hmm. is just like me. Fortunately, he's a lot like his dad too, but, um, I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing no two a days. So, uh, but he said, you know, like his deal is, you know, but I will tell him like, I'm getting frustrated with you because 
I know where this is coming from. Like I know where mm-hmm. this is manifesting from. So let's talk this out because otherwise you and I are about to go rounds and mm-hmm. that knowing that I need to approach it from a place of I'm upset with him because I don't like this in myself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how often am I upset with people because I don't like something in myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always, that's what I always tell Riley. It's really hard to parent yourself. It's oh, like I'm parenting myself out of you. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. 10 out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> so nope. Do but not just, like it one bit. Approaching that with everyone. I mean, yeah. you know, is this making me mad because maybe I have those tendencies? Like, mm-hmm. am I really enraged by this? Like, mm-hmm. because, um, so I don't know. I think that's something to really look at, but Mm-hmm. How do you yep. argue fairly? Oh, um, I, we, you know, we, t- we went, in the other episode, we talked about Jeff is, he wants to step away. He wants the, the decompressed. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is like Houdini. <laughs> he, he really, <laughs> we would be at the beach and we'd be like, well, uh, it's time, you know, let's go to dinner. Time to go. So we'd all be standing around. And at some point you're like, maybe he's using the bathroom, but you don't want to just, you know, be like, you know, tell your guests. Bang it on the door. Yeah. I need you to flush and come on, you know, (laughs) it's like, take your time. And so we're just waiting there. And then it's like an uncomfortable amount. Like, well, maybe he's got an upset stomach. No, he's in the car. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He's he's walking around. Yeah. He's walking around, checking out the beach. Yeah. Yeah. He does it all the time, all the time. And yeah. I've been trying to tell y'all that until you experience it, it is the you're just thing. like, I'm looking around and I can, it's happened. Like actual conversations have been going on. And then I'm like, where, where'd you go? I remember <laughs> the first time I met him and I stayed with you. And then I was like on the phone and then I was like, Oh, I need to tell Jeff goodbye. And you're like, Oh, he's gone. He don't need yeah, he got, he gone. Like at all. <laughs> like, he doesn't, he doesn't even just say goodbye. <laughs> So anyway, so he disappears. Yeah, he disappears. He likes to decompress. Um, he likes to to step away. But I want it, especially with him, like I wanna I wanna resolve it and move it, move on. Like I yeah. wanna I wanna talk about it and move and, and, and which is not good because those are yeah. clearly two different opposite. conflict styles. <laughs> That's very opposite. We'll have him write that portion yeah. in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, but I think outside of my marriage, I think that I've gotten to a place, um, where I usually ask two questions and that is how much do I value this relationship? So you're saying you ask this of yourself. You don't ask yes. that person. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that why you texted me that the other day? <laughs> how much do I value you? Where, where are we? how much do I value this relationship this friendship this whatever this working relationship if it's at work and then will this matter in six months or how will this matter long term like yeah um and that is something you can get over without any real apology or resolution yeah and so and I think too what you were saying is is also am I projecting my response onto them Mm-hmm. you know, really being aware, self-aware of that. I don't love self-awareness. To, uh, oh, mm. Not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm doing it right, I like it a lot. When I'm yeah. not doing it well, I don't like yeah. it at all. <laughs> uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Um, so I, that's kind of where I, 
you know, as far as engaging with someone is, Mm -hmm. is do I engage with this or do I, do I just let it? Is it worth it? Yes. That's in the words of Missy Elliott. Elliot, is it worth it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Yes. To borrow from our friend Missy. Um, But that's, it's true. I mean, worth it, you know, in terms of the mental energy that it's going to take or the physical, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, or, you know, how you feel about down the road. Well, I can't tell you how many times like I've fought for a relationship and it just has not like panned out only to get down the road and see God's goodness and all of it. Not Mm -hmm. that God loves me more than them or them more than me, but he, Mm -hmm. he knew that that wasn't a healthy friendship or whatever. Mm -hmm. And just don't ever underestimate the power of the Holy spirit. Like don't ever underestimate that God is working in all things and Mm -hmm. your silly squabbles and your big throwdowns. They all matter Mm -hmm. to him. And I think that I am a forcer. I try to force things like (laughs) food down my mouth and (laughs) feelings into other people. I'm a feeler. Like I, um, really feel all the feels and, um, and I am the most different in all of my family. Like when I'm talking about my parents and my brother, I, I tend to be more like my dad. Um, I actually found, um, a letter he wrote me for graduation whenever I was going through my files the other day and, uh, Mm -hmm. it made me cry, but it just said, it was like, you know, we're so similar in that, um, you know, we can, we want everybody to like us. We want everyone, we can, we can make anybody buy into what we're selling, you Mm -hmm. know, or what, but it was like, I, I see like that is for sure who I was and who I am probably at my core, but I can see that time and motherhood and being a wife and life has started to just kind of sandpaper that down. And, you know, and I can see now it's like, okay, I don't want to risk the things that are most important to me, which is one and first and foremost, my relationship with God mm-hmm. second and second most important is my relationship with Will. And then three, my kids, like, is this harming my relationship with them? Am I expending so much energy, you know, with this relationship that mm-hmm. in turn, like they're, they're the casualty because I mean, there's been things that it's like, I've been so worked up and so upset that they take the back burner. And, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Or you take it out on them like 100%. You project all the anger that you, that's that I I'm very guilty yeah. of that. Um, if I'm angry with somebody else, it's coming or sh- even stress like that. Yeah. Um, if I'm stressed and anxious about other things, they're the ones who are going to get it. You know, they're well, the- Will has been the <laughs> biggest godsend in many ways, but especially with his now, I will right now when you're listening, if you will just um, <laughs> fast forward it for 30 seconds, um, probably two times, but he, he annoys the fire out of me because he is so calm and he is so, it just feels very like laissez-faire, like, oh, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but I've learned like, but he has been so good for me, even with conflicts, like with, you know, family members or whatever. He's like, Jonna, let it go. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. if that's what they think, it's not your, it's not your job to convince them otherwise. Let them think that like, you know, in your heart, you know, your motives, you know, in your heart, what you mean. 
And as long as you're good with God with that, then you're good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I need to show them, you know, like I Mm -hmm. can't stand, I think (laughs) that's one of the things I struggle with the most is when people think of me poorly or they Mm -hmm. think that I'm mean or they think I did something mean. It's like, that was, there's times I've done stuff mean, let's be clear, you know, but it's like, (laughs) I try to have good, good intentions. No, that doesn't mean that my intentions, even if I try, that doesn't mean that they were right. But, um, but he's always been good to get me to stop, like stop arguing, like let it go, walk away. Cause he, I mean, he loves to know that he's right in his head. Like that's enough for him to where I need it on a billboard, you know? I need you to write it really big. Yeah. (laughs) I need a letter letter board for this. Yeah. Can I, can you change the letters on my letter board for me? Um, but that's what, but I mean, he and I can be in an argument and he'll just like, okay, I'm sorry you felt that way, which makes me want to like maybe take a wooden spoon to his rear. I'm like, oh my gosh. But it's because it's like, I need him to argue with me because then it's like, you know, there's no argument. Uh It's like, okay. Uh Uh And he just removes like all my defenses. And I'm like, well, I Uh have nothing now. You know, (laughs) how will I win if he just gives up? (laughs) I don't want to win like that. No, that's, that's, you just forfeited. Yeah. But I mean, by that win. (laughs) It's coming in the record books. Um, That is sometimes though, I mean, you think about that with like social media. Oh, you know, like maybe that is, that is a great approach to take. Oh, my mom to called just, me one time and she was like, well, so, you know, um, so-and-so was saying, you know, that have you not seen that they posted, you know, so-and-so? And I was like, mom, I muted them a long time ago. It's <laughs> like, oh, and, and she's like, and I was like, that's different than unfollow and unfriend. Uh-huh. I said uh-huh. there, I say that for, you know, people that I followed on a loop giveaway and didn't win, you know, is like the mute is for, for people that I love, but I can't handle right now. Yes. Election year. Yes. Yeah. Muting you is me loving you the best I can. (laughs) That's our next t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Mute Mute equals equals love. love. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> it is it's true though it's true I mean you you sometimes it's just better to just remove yourself because here's the thing and this is this is something we actually talk about in our social media marketing class I mean yes you can usually get people to purchase things on social media but are you ever truly going to change someone's beliefs on social media? You can change maybe an opinion, but like their core, like core value, core beliefs. Are you really going to change that in a social media? Because who do you surround yourself with? Mostly Mm. people that are like-minded. So the people that like your posts are people that Mm -hmm. think like you, the people that Mm -hmm. don't like your posts, but are still your friend love you, but choose to disagree. The people mm-hmm. that have unfriended you are like, I ain't got time for this. Like, <laughs> it's not worth it. And I mean, I've gone on an unfriending spree on Facebook before, more mm-hmm. or less the way that I view it is, if I saw them in the grocery store, like, would we even talk, you know, yes. did we be one time yeah. at a noonday trunk show? Like, that- and you know, love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like, I want to, I would like to be able to see 
people that I know as opposed Mm -hmm. to, you know, but no, I think right now, especially, and here's it. I mean, I have friends, I have a lot of friends that are married to police officers and right Mm -hmm. now what they're going through, it's, it is. And it's like, I mean, and then even for my black friends, like that is like, so you're, I'm in this middle of, it's like, I don't Mm want to say something that hurts either one, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I have half of my friends are sharing the, you know, you know, sign the change deal to defund the police and the other half are signed this petition to not defund the police. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, like, but all, but here's the deal. Like me not, you know, responding to either of that is me saying like, I love you. And I, I actually support both of you. Like I support both of you and I love both of you and you can do that. Mm -hmm. You can love both Mm -hmm. sides because guess what? what we're against right now isn't the police and it isn't, you know, we're against racism and we are against, uh, criminals. That's what mm-hmm. we're against. I mean, mm-hmm. police can be criminals. And so right. it's like, but I think that just, I mean, I've called my parents and I'm like, I just need y'all to make sure because they love to share things. Like they love to share things. And and I say they, my mom's going to be like, you need to get it right. It's my dad. My dad loves <laughs> to share things. And it's usually like somebody falling off a ladder. Like it's, you know, whatever. I mean, he loves those deals, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I'm like, you just need to make sure that when you share, because so often people just read a headline, they don't even right. read that from the onion, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. make sure what you're doing is it helpful or is it damaging? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to really change someone? If you are, then you should probably go to them in love and mm. present your case because mm-hmm. kind of just posting stuff on social media is kind of the coward's way out. Like mm-hmm. as vulnerable as that can feel. But I mean, mm-hmm. even with everything right now, it's like, I want to make sure that I'm reading the books. I'm watching the documentaries. I'm mm-hmm. doing the work behind the scenes not right. just what I'm posting for people to be like, oh, look at her, you know? Mm-hmm. Word. But I think right Word. now it's super conflict. Like the conflict is like super intense through the roof. I mean, mm-hmm. I know my neighborhood. We have our Facebook page. Do y'all have a neighborhood Facebook page? We don't. We don't. Um, you should start that up. Um, no. <laughs> no. Hey, it shows you who people really I'm- are. I'm pretty sure what you're about to tell me tell us, yeah, is why I do true. not want to start that up. That's true. So we had like an original, like, and now it is called the original Our Neighborhood Facebook page. And that's so funny. Now, now have seven, seven Facebook pages. Which is crazy. There have been so many fights. There have been so many, like, disagreements, hateful things said to where I'm like, I don't live. So where I live in, where I live in Austin, like ever, all these neighborhoods basically used to be like ranches that then mm-hmm. some developers come and taken over. So they're all called like blank ranch. Um, so technically it's a ranch, but it's like, I mean, I don't even know how many homes are in here. Maybe 2000. Mm-hmm. You're going to see someone at the pool. You're going to see someone at school. It's, uh, the school is in our neighborhood, which is why people <laughs> live here. It's like. I just think, and I mean, there's been people that I have, I just sit back and watch. I mean, I can't tell you how many people post on there that Michael Jackson eating the popcorn. Uh, oh, yes. Like, uh-huh. Oh my God. That's my favorite. And it's like, I just sit there, but I then, I see those people out and I'm like, oh, I see who you are. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> like. Running the opposite someone, direction. <laughs> yeah. You're mad someone uh, took pictures in your yard with your beautiful blue bonnets. Like. Oh, how dare they, but just 
I think all of that, like, think about, I'm going to have to see these people. And Mm -hmm. if you're a believer, like, imagine getting to an argument with someone and then running into them at church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or running into them and they're like, Oh, I didn't know you went to church, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, and they're not a believer. It's like, do you want to be a stumbling block? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is to me are the worst, the worst words anyone could ever say is I didn't know you. Ugh. I didn't know you were a believer. I didn't know you loved Jesus. Cause that, that is, uh-huh. that's true. I do want to read. Um, I do want to read this this little excerpt that our friend Rachel Fitzwater shared this morning. Um, and it's from Bob, Bob Goff's devotional book, live in grace, walk in love. And she just kind of added this, um, on her, on her social media. And I was like, Oh gosh, that's so Oh, using social media for good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Give that a big like, uh, it says, and this is directly from his thing, but it says, I've stopped letting my opinion become a filter that interprets someone's every move or word. When someone does something I don't understand yet, yet, I love that part. Mm-hmm. I don't understand okay. yet um, mm-hmm. or reacts differently to a situation than I would. I assume that God's up to something beautifully different in their life than he is in mine. Oh, let that Let's sink for that. a second. Okay. What if our default setting toward others wasn't a pile of opinions? What if it was a, it What if it was a load of assumptions that they have wonderful motives tempered by the same insecurities and failures at execution that we experience? If Mm. we're going to do this, we need to reprogram the way we see each other. Change this routine. Changing this routine isn't an overnight exercise. It'll take practice and diligence. It is rooted in believing we ourselves are loved and being self-aware, there's that word again, enough to realize we all have a few rough edges we're working to smooth out. It's yeah. allowing others the same grace we want for ourselves. God created each of us and much of the work he's doing in people is happening in their hearts where we can't see it yet. Oh, yet. Mike, yeah. Mike drop Bob Goff. Yeah. Was it the pile of assumptions for a load of opinions or what was it? Mm. It was like, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what if our default setting wasn't a pile of opinions? What if it was a load of assumptions that they have wonderful oh, okay. motives tempered by the same insecurities and failures at execution that we experience? Well, and I just think even to like, so good. Different, not just different, but beautifully different. And yeah, like just, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I like that. And I mean, I, I think that is, I think we have to remember that we're going to have different opinions. That's what makes us all unique and that we have to be able to, and and I would say this at your family level, at your community level, at our world level, we have to figure out how to extend grace to others, the same grace that we want back um, and, and be able to walk through this life together um, without it being a big dumpster fire. I mean, well, and I think that's it. I mean, do you, I don't want to live in a world where everything looks like me. I mean, mm, I don't want to no. live in a world where everyone thinks like me and I want to learn yeah. from others. And I think right now using this time to assume that this is just a time that God has given us to listen and to learn. Mm. And I mean, I really, I see change coming and I think once we get, but it's like, I mean, here's the deal. 
it's like losing weight. It's like, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Some days we're going to slip back into old habits, but every day it's not going to happen overnight. No. And it's <laughs> like, you know, but just assuming that change is coming and yeah. that people, and I mean that for everyone, like, and there's some people that are like, well, I don't want things to change right now. Well, Mm -hmm. your brothers and sisters are hurting and you should always want everyone to feel loved and, Mm -hmm. you know, and to feel accepted regardless of what that is, regardless of your politics, regardless of your religion, regardless of anything, like you should want people to feel, I mean, I know Brene Brown. I mean, one of the biggest things she says is whenever you feel like you don't belong is whenever like everything's broken. I mean, that's whenever Mm -hmm. kids struggle with hard things. Mm -hmm. It's whenever they feel like they don't belong, not only at school, but especially at home. Mm -hmm. And I think if you feel like you don't belong in your own social media feed, you need to do some editing. Mm -hmm. Like, and Mm -hmm. you need a purge. Everything is at you, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like people aren't posting at you. (laughs) No, they're not. And if they are, they should tag you, you know? And then you know what you do? Then you remove that tag. (laughs) So you know, if they're trying, if they've gotten hacked and are, you know, posting Ray-Ban sunglasses, you remove that tag too. That, that's me too. That yeah, happens uh-huh. on my Insta- Instagrams. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I think this was a good, good yeah. conversation, good reminder for just navigating life right now. Um, not only in our social media spaces, but also in our uh, in our lives with, yeah. with our actual interactions with people for sure. Uh-huh. And if you want to, I'm sorry, if you want to deeper no, dive into the, um, uh, yeah, I've got, <laughs> I just sent it through the, uh, yeah. phone, through the phone, um, episode 45, check it out. Uh, yeah. we go through the different styles and, um, like more of a refresh early. course. Yeah. Yeah. And just some social media, you know, tips yeah. and, and perspective sure. to think about right now yeah. as we head into the thick of, of this election year, yep. which is obviously going to be pretty heated and yep. fire all around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or just maybe shut off all of your social media until November. That's not bad. It might be time for a fast, a social media fast. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Well, what are you loving right now? What's going on? Okay. So first, another podcast, obviously I think everybody should listen to the, uh, no to apologies, uh, on the podcast yes. that, I listen to, so I, uh, support the podcast and the big boo cast in Patreon. It's like $7 a month, something like that. Um, but it's they, the big boo, which is, uh, Sophie Hudson and Melanie Schenkel, both, um, they, they have an episode in their new Patreon that is all about like body image and, um, it was really, really good. And they're very different body styles. And so you would not think that they would both struggle, but they both share where they've come from and where they're at and how they've come to a place of acceptance. And it was really good. I, um, I want to go back and re-listen again because it was one of those, like I was listening as I was like cleaning and I'm like, I feel like I need to take notes. Um, (laughs) and I'm excited because Sophie Hudson has a book that came out today as in Tuesday or yeah. And it's called stand all the way up. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to get that because she has a whole, um, deal in there about it, a whole chapter. And the other thing is the Olaplex hair system. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the shampoo and the conditioner and then I also use, so that's four and five. They have like numbers. I use three, which is like a 
a treatment before. And then I just got the bonding oil, which is number seven, but it's Olaplex, um, O-L-A-P-L-E-X. Um, it can be a little bit pricey if you buy all of it, but uh, it's, it's helped my hair tremendously. Okay. Uh, so. What do you, do you order it directly I, from them? Um, I got it at Sephora, but you can get it at Nordstrom. You can order it just online. I think okay. you can maybe even get it on Amazon. We'll see if we can link okay. it. Okay. But what about you? Okay. That's so funny that you brought up the hair system because I made the decision, I guess, last week that I'm going to do, do the curly hair. Okay. I'm embracing well, I- it. I put it out there and I got so many great tips um, okay. from um, Instagram friends who are, have, have done the curly hair. Okay. This is the thing that I'm still having to get used to. So if you are in the curly girl camp and you can tell me it's going to be okay and that I'm not going to die, um, you don't wash your hair, but like every three weeks you rinse it and you use like clarifying conditioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see mm-hmm. your face. Mm-hmm. I just gave a seven part system. <laughs> so yeah. it's, um, my friend Haley recommended a clarifying. It's like, it's like a conditioner, but it doesn't strip your hair of all the oil. Cause apparently with curly hair, that's what you need is all the oil. So I'm, I'm trying the one that she recommended first. We'll see how that goes. And I, okay. honestly, it's not as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Especially I was after the ballpark weekend, I was like, yeah. there yeah, is no way I cannot. But I was like Sunday night, I rinsed it really good. Like really yeah. good and then did the clarifying and it does not it doesn't stink Builder. it doesn't yeah it okay. does not feel dirty um Are you nose blind? am i what nose blind uh i asked <laughs> I, I don't think so I mean, like, I'm, I'm super sensitive to smells yeah, know, like yeah. i'm a weirdo about it so yeah. um I keep like, I'm like sniffing it, but, um, and then the other thing that I'm really liking is the Mark Anthony strictly curls cream that Haley also recommended. So, um, if you have any other tips, I'm, I'm open for it. Oh, and the t-shirt tip, drying it, scrunching it with a t-shirt instead of a towel. Um, yeah, so I do that. Um, so that's, that is, that's the situation. We'll keep you posted. We'll see how long I can commit to it because, um, I normally, I normally do this and then I'm like a weekend. I'm like, Nope, can't do it. Sorry. But tomorrow no. will be a week. So next episode, I'll let you know if I'm still committed. Okay. Um, and then my other favorite thing that I'm loving. Tasted it last week. I did. So you need to give it a, give it a go. Ah. Love it. It's a rocking chair for the baseball field. It's, um, I don't even know the brand. I'll go look before I post it, but it's, it, you can get them at Dick's and they have them in like a million different colors. Um, I went gray. I, think, I wonder if we have the same. We've got two and we, as the cup holder, but yes. I like it because it's also a wide bottom. It, there's that. Yeah. And it like has shocks, like the shot air yes, shock thing. About, and you can rock. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And, um, and I like that it folds up easily. Cause we have these other, you, you experience the chairs that Jeff likes to take to the ballpark at the beach. You yeah, took them to good. the beach and I, I'm like wanted to throw them yeah, out the window. So anyway, but I love this one. I love the rocker. So I'll post it. Um, but it's, it is, if you're looking to upgrade your, your outdoor chairs, I highly recommend uh-huh. it. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and it did flip my wagon over twice. Cause I didn't distribute the weight evenly, but well, 
I'm going to forgive it. <laughs> wagon flipping. Yeah, back to your wagon flipping. Oh, okay. Don't flip my wagon. That's what this do is going to be have, called. Yeah, exactly. In <laughs> Do we have a review? We do. We do. We have a review to read. We're y'all were stuck. We need you guys to jump on over to Apple iTunes. We've been stuck at 102 for a little bit. So if you haven't filled out a review, we would love, love, love for you to yeah. do, do that for us. Um, preferably a five star, not a two star. Yeah, like not I a did. two star like Laura. Still recovering from that. So it was accidental, y'all. It was accidental. a conflict that we worked past. I was like, is this going to matter in six months? Probably. But I love her. <laughs> William Holt still likes to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yes, he does. He, he, he holds on to things. That's right. But. That's right. So this review is from... Um, my sweet friend, Heather Wiggins, who is also now sweet. your client. Uh, she's so sweet. She's super sweet. I know. I know. She's great. Um, and, um, she lives here in Pasadena and she wrote, uh, this podcast is like hanging out with your best girlfriends Two exclamation points. Um, it's fun and inspiring. So, um, that's all you need to know guys. That's all you need to know. Y'all were fun and expiring, expiring. <laughs> Oh gosh, was that a Freudian slip? What? Oh, wow, what just okay. happened? Okay, we're out. Yeah. Deuces, y'all. See ya. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh uh, my gosh. Thanks for leaving right. that, Heather. And if you want yes. us to read your review, get over there and leave us one. We would if love correctly to. Correctly or correctly. We'll uh, yeah, it. well, I'll try to read it correctly next time. Yeah. So there's that. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Right. Love you, friend. Love I'll talk you. To you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. goodness we needed those reminders what a great quote from bob goff and i i'm just thinking through how i need to really really dig deep and apply these things to the way that I interact with individuals right now and the way that I interact on social media. So I hope it was helpful for y'all. Again, if you uh, want a little more on conflict management, we did talk through the conflict management styles uh, in episode 45 called Don't Let the Sun Go Down. So you can skip on back and listen to that one uh, and, and get some deeper insight there. But we hope that you're doing well. We hope that you are staying physically safe and mentally well during this time. And we just appreciate you being here with us each week. We hope that you have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Settle down girls.